0: Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of our podcast. I'm here today with my dad, who's sitting opposite me and he's looking very happy. Always happy, son. Always (laughs) happy. You had a good morning?
1: Yeah, good. Um, Yeah, business is busy as always, isn't it? So we're we're, we're busy there. Um, Always happy, son. I always say that. There's not a day where I don't sing and
0: dance. Good. It's a good way to be. Yeah. Went out for a dog walk this morning over the fields it was nice nice and sunny it's good because I just got to take my top off and uh, I think more, more people should do that maybe if you not if you're a woman but if you're a, <laughs> if you're a guy if um, you are a
1: woman you're going to do that just let us know where and when where and when yeah <laughs> we'll make sure we're there
0: <laughs> no it's just good to let the wind be on your skin and the sun and it's just lovely it was a nice little walk it's beautiful weather at the moment isn't it very calming
1: lovely. I must say I love the feeling there's the, just the air and the skin it's beautiful Plus get that good vitamin D. Vitamin D! Much needed. Yeah. But no, weather's beautiful.
0: But yeah, it's lovely at the moment.
1: Don't know how long it's going to last for, but let's enjoy it while it's let's here. let
0: it while it's here. Oh, yeah. How right. are you, son, anyway? Oh, you are good? Yeah,
1: me. I'm- I see you. I don't know why I'm asking you, because I see you every bloody day. <laughs> You've
0: anyway. been with each other for the past. It's a bit like, like Facebook, <laughs> isn't it? It's the old Facebook <laughs> thing.
1: Happy birthday, son, on Facebook, and you're sitting next to me. What's the point? Yeah. It's not about you, is it? It's about... About
0: me, it's about how you feel, about how I feel. You want to everyone, everyone wants to know
1: that that it's your birthday. You want
0: to feel important on my birthday. I do. Yeah, it's very selfish. It is really, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I anyway. never get that, but never mind. Everybody does it. So yeah, today we're gonna. Well, we did Mythbusters for our second episode.
1: Mythbusters. Mythbusters.
0: Um, Who are you gonna call? Mythbusters. <laughs> 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 I uh, lost well, what I was saying. Right, so basically, um, we we did MythBusters two, and I want to do something. MythBusters one. Now okay. we're going to do sorry, Mythbusters episode two. two. You stop interrupting me. Yeah, no, on MythBusters it's right, episode. Two. We did MythBusters on episode two. Is yes. that right? There you go. There, yeah, thank you. And I want to do a third episode of something different, but it's turned out that we're just going to do MythBusters two. By the sounds of it, we're just going to get straight back in with some more myths we've got so many to get through. So we thought we'd just carry on. So uh, without further ado, let's not keep you guys waiting, I'm sure you're busy doing stuff. We'll get started with my first one, which is sodium, salt, which Mm. you, I don't. did we touch on that in the last one? I don't know if we did or not. I'm not sure. Anyway. Let's talk about it again. We'll talk about it again. But sodium, I mean, it's got a rep, it's got a bad rep. The government a while ago said that sodium was not good for you and you should minimise that because of the uh, risks to your heart and... Things along those lines: cardiovascular problems, kidney damage, I kidney think damage, was, yeah. yeah,
1: cognitive decline. I think Acid, it was, co- yeah. There's a cocktail, a whole of bunch of stuff. Things.
0: yeah. And uh, but the the issue with this is that the world, well, yeah, most of the world has a lot of processed foods, and those processed foods have a lot of sodium content in, a lot of salt. And it's hard to tease them apart. It's hard to say sodium's bad or sodium's good when everyone's getting a lot of it in their processed foods. But what if you're someone who has a whole food diet, single ingredient food diet? You probably don't actually get very much salt. So we're going to talk about sodium and its benefits and how it's actually very, very good for you. Well, sodium, salt is is
1: essential. It's an essential mineral. It's a we metal, have to have yeah. it. It's, cri- it's critical to our health. So people don't people are still scared of salt, but it's actually critical to health. So we must have salt in our diet. And as you said. The problem, the, the the problem is eating too much, and it is the government guidelines uh, they based that on eating lots of processed fo- foods. Yeah, because processed foods are full of salt. Do you know how they
0: measured uh, so- people's sodium intake? I don't know. No. How do you detect sodium? Is that in blood? I don't know. Again, it's the a answer, so I can't say.
1: But um, yeah, maybe they just put them in a sauna and and let them sweat into a bucket and then lick it and see how salty it is. Ooh, salty. <laughs> Good test procedure. Salt's had crisps this morning, haven't <laughs> <isn't> they? <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know how they test for it, but they, they, I, I think they were saying salt was bad, um, but it was based on all the processed foods that people eat. Now, if you don't eat lots of processed foods, you're not getting that amount of salt in the diet. So yeah. uh,
0: it doesn't cause the problems. So salt is a preservative. And that's why a lot of these processed foods have a lot of salt in. It's to keep them from going out of date. And a lot of people, you probably know a lot of people, that are getting crisps from from shops, uh, processed meats we talked about last episode. And a lot of these packaged foods have a high amount of sodium in. The government guidelines, NHS guidelines, you can have no more than six grams a day. Which is quite a lot of salt. But you can imagine people do hit that quite quickly if they're having bad foods. Yeah, if you're eating lots of processed
1: foods, which a lot of people do. But the funny thing is with with salt is uh, low intakes are associated with cardiovascular disease as well. So if you you don't eat enough, it's exactly the same as overeating. So it's hard to say salt's bad for you because if you force someone to eat less, Mm. that causes the same problems. Yeah. So mm. we can use the B word again. Yeah, balance again, isn't it? It's all balance again. Sorry. salt is salt important you know it really is good for you um, you know we should always have it in our diet really but again if you eat an unprocessed diet like us we eat a healthy diet nutritionally
0: dense diet um, and we add salt to most of our dishes I suppose don't we yeah we have to well it's actually this morning this is why I started with this topic was because I measured out what I believe to be our intake for us how we eat because I eat single ingredient stuff that's, that's my diet eggs meat and veg, I said in the first episode and, and, and Darren's the same, he, he has his salads and he has eggs, we don't have processed foods, therefore we're not getting our salt content for the day, so I actually measured out four, well I four grams worth, I think five grams is for an athlete, but I measured out four grams, which is two teaspoons and dude, I can't get through it I've had some in my breakfast, I've had two pints of water with salt in, I've had salt in my porridge and I've still got half a little, little jar I've measured out left so it's amazing when you actually put it to the test, isn't it? It's hard. You're actually testing yeah.
1: yourself and trialing it. Mm. And then when you realize the amount you're meant to eat, you can't reach it. So
0: no, uh, if you eat a, a, a nutritionally dense diet, you're not really going to hit that target. Exactly. And one thing I did notice is after that first pint of salt, I did feel energized. I felt, like, I felt in line. I felt like I was able to get started with my day. I'm going to start doing that every morning now because electrolytes, they just give you energy. Yeah. They do.
1: And a thing when you look at salt, when you actually look at the studies, um, when you study people that decrease their salt, it has no effect. So studies show that decreasing doesn't really have an effect anyway. So it's another one of these myths that, um, again, you, you know, it's it's not as straightforward as you think. No. But as Kay just said, that's a really good point, Cade. Here's a little thing for for anyone listening to this podcast. If you're feeling a little bit tired, a bit lethargic, increase your salt intake. Just try that simple tactic, increase Shit. your salt intake, and then let us know how you feel. Because so many people don't realize that you know not eating enough salt has a detrimental effect to the body. Yes. So simply increasing that salt intake can make you feel better. Yes. So if you are feeling a little bit tired, a little bit lethargic, why don't you try adding a bit more salt to your diet and see if that has a positive effect. Yeah, uh, and while before we finish talking about salt, uh, let's give some recommendations. Himalayan sea salt was really popular. I'm not such a great lover on that. So when it's it comes pink, to salt, the pink salt wasn't it? The pink salt, yeah. Um, you want a really good quality salt. So there's certain things you want to spend money on, like olive oil. Oh, we okay. mentioned that, last, we time. that yeah. last time. Yeah, you want to buy a nice quality olive oil. Salt's the same thing. You don't want table salt. Table salt is highly processed. So. Uh, our recommendation for salt would be uh, like a Celtic sea salt,
0: mm. which is
1: like grey. It's it's like damp. It's yeah, really... it's almost like
0: damp, isn't it? Yeah, it's
1: beautiful. Or uh, we're because of where we live, we're using Molden sea salt at the moment because it's local salt uh, to us. And uh, Molden sea salt is high minerals, uh, You know, very good salt. So make sure you spend a little bit more money on your salt. So recommendations would be a Celtic sea salt or a Molden salt. Or molden salt, I think it's called M-A-L-D-O-N salt. Mm. So um, yeah, that'd be your recommendations. But if you are feeling tired, lethargic, up your salt intake, see if that has uh, makes a difference for you.
0: Yeah, for breakfast, fry an egg, crack some Celtic sea salt on it. You'll have nothing nicer, nothing will taste nicer than that egg. We talk about
1: that, we talk about it <clears throat> to members earlier. About one of the hacks for losing weight is have boiled eggs in the fridge. Yeah. And we do, we always have a big bowl of boiled eggs in the fridge. But if you want a snack, you just get a boiled egg, you know, peel that egg and have a little bit of nice like mold and sea salt, just dab that egg in, eat that egg, 80 calories, uh, take the hunger pangs away, 80 calories, 7 grams of protein, what a great little yeah. little thing to eat. And we have a fridge full of them, don't we? Mm-hmm. Our fridge always has, bo- has
0: uh, boiled eggs in there. Yeah.
1: Another good little hack. A little, so
0: protein's a- going to keep you satiated. Sodium is going to help you stay hydrated. Water is yeah. going to keep you full. Yeah. So if, you're, if you are on a diet and you're trying to find little tricks, and sodium is a really good method actually, because that's, that's keeping you hydrated. That's keeping your water content high. And if you're eating your eggs, getting your protein up, you're going to be full.
1: And, and eggs are one of the most nutritious things on the planet. So um, yeah, try that. All right, let's move on to the next myth. Fresh is more nutritious. So what we mean by that is we're going to compare frozen... Uh, f- frozen food
0: groups against fresh food groups. Now... Well, frozen. there's frozen canned. is just three different... Yeah, well,
1: canned... Um, yeah... Well, I don't know. I, suppose, yeah. I, don't, we I don't, don't really have canned. We, we, we don't eat canned. Really, no, no, Let's just talk about right. what most people think about is frozen compared to fresh. Now, basically, there is a little difference. I mean, there's not much of a topic here. There is little difference between the two. Nutrient-wise, there's nothing between it. In fact... I believe certain um, food groups are better frozen than fresh. Uh, if I recall correctly, blueberries is one of them. Uh, blueberries degrade very quickly. Oh. So frozen are more nutritious because they don't degrade so degrade quickly. So um, we used to eat... We went for a stage of eating all fresh. It was like fresh, fresh, fresh. And the trouble is, if you don't eat it quick enough, of course it goes off, doesn't it? Yeah. So we moved to frozen...
0: And um, stuck with it, haven't we, really? It's yeah. quick and it's easy. I think generally, it depends what what fruit and what veg you're having. Some things degrade quicker than others. Uh, some nutrients are lost. In, during Because freezing something is a process. You're then eating a processed vegetable if it's being frozen. It's, yeah. it's, it's a process of freezing. Now, I think depending on what you have, some nutrients are lost. But generally, it's just easier to have frozen.
1: It is, yeah. And again, there's nothing in it. There's nothing between them. So it's absolutely fine having frozen vegetables instead of fresh. Uh, we find it better because we're a busy family. And if we do buy that broccoli and it doesn't get eaten straight away because we're eating something else, it goes off. We're frozen for us. We can just grab it, boil it. It's really quick and easy. Uh, nutritionally, it's, it's identical uh, as fresh. So there's nothing wrong with frozen food groups. And I say, in fact, I think some of them are better frozen because some degrade very quickly. Yeah. And going back to canned foods, as you did mention it, mo- you know a lot of them are more highly processed in nature. So because they're canned, they might add other bits in there. Back to the salt thing, they might add salt in there as a preservative. Mm-hmm. Um, so, But frozen, yeah, generally uh, just as good. I think better sometimes because it's just easy, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I feel like the only time I would buy fresh, if I was making a proper meal, thing is, when I eat in the day, it's just frozen veg, meat, make it, make it every day. Whereas if I was actually making a proper meal, having like cooking something special, then I would buy fresh. It depends on the occasion. That's a really good
1: point, actually, son. You know, if you want to do a nice dish, yeah. you want to cook all fresh, and that's enjoyment of it. Very good point, and then it's worth buying fresh. But generally, if you just want something that's just as nutritious as fresh... And you're not bothered. Frozen's great, yeah. And we buy a big efficient. bulk bags of a bulk bags of frozen vegetables, don't we? Has everything in there. Um, so yeah, to, back to the point. If there's, there's no, there's not a lot of difference between the two. But your point is definitely uh, valid, mate.
0: All right. For the next one, Dad. As we were talking about boiled eggs earlier in our fridge, should we go on to the next myth? Egg yolks are bad for you. Oh my goodness.
1: Eggs are one of the most nutritious things on the planet. Let's go and knock them, shall we? <laughs> I mean, that's, again, that's another... I believe when that all kicked off, that was a media thing again. It was fear, fear, fear. Some study come out which was nonsense and they just jump on it and say eggs are bad for you. Uh, basically, it raises cholesterol, doesn't it? And cholesterol is a whole different topic that's, <laughs> that's complex in nature and not as straightforward as you think. You know, the GP says you've got high cholesterol. Which is, it's slightly more complex than that sometimes, but um, you know, eggs. That eggs, any food high in cholesterol can increase LDL, but you know, it's not a massive effect overall compared to other things that you. Yeah, again, it. it's life.
0: just it's nitpicking. There's there's more calories in the yolk, but there's so much more nutrition in the yolk. Yeah, A lot of people saying, oh, I had egg whites for breakfast, purely because they're trying to save calories. But there's so much nutrients in that yolk, and for the calories that an egg actually is, which is 100, is 100 calories for a medium egg? Yeah, 80 to 100 80 calories. 80 to 100 yeah. calories? Yeah, well, you've got so much nutrients in that whole egg, you may as well eat the whole egg. And
1: there's there's other micronutrients in eggs that actually can interfere with cholesterol absorption. So they actually... Stop you absorbing the cholesterol. <laughs> so, but the studies don't look at that, they just, they just find something and then just hit it, and, and, and it's just media hype again. But there's been no studies on eggs
0: really to say they, they uh, increase cholesterol. No. Um, eggs are a great source of protein, fats, and other nutrients. So, with their association with high cholesterol and cardiovascular disease, it's just been completely overblown. It's just stupid again. It's ridiculous.
1: And there are no true studies or clinical trials that prove otherwise. So the, the truth is, e- eggs are a great source of protein. Uh, they're full of nutrients. Um, they, they're one of the most nutritious things on the planet. And um, their the association with high cholesterol is, is just, again, uh, media fear, overblown. Uh, just something to, to shout about, which scares people against eating eggs but i will tell you you know if you eat eggs your body's going to be in a good place because they're, they're so nutritionally dense
0: absolutely and
1: um, again it's just that's just media hype it came out
0: it was all over the news uh, and then when you actually look at the study it was nonsense so there's a certain factor tying all of these together which you've seen in the past few myths we talked about and in fact pretty much all of them why uh, the good be stuff that's good for you being knocked why are all these myths being created with these good foods does it fall back on the government trying to make people unhealthy. Well, it, it, <laughs> hopefully everybody
1: that listens to this podcast, they all know nowadays that the, the media is just propaganda to an extent. It's all fear. Everything's mm-hmm. doom and gloom and down. And the sun shines for two days, we're all going to burn to death.
0: Yeah, it's a health risk. Yeah,
1: it rains for two days, we're all going to drown. And um, it, you know, and it, they do the same with foods. This crap kind of study comes out and they manipulate it and change it and scare us against it. Why would we scare people against eggs?
0: Well, the thing is, if you are a healthy person, you don't need to go to the pharmacy, you don't need medicine, you're not a good consumer. If you're not buying processed food from these major companies, you're Mm. not a good consumer. If you don't require anything but whole foods that you buy locally, you're not a good consumer. You're not a good citizen to the government. And that's why they're trying to keep you under the threshold where you're just sick, just enough so that you require their help and you spend money with them. Mm. It is a shame they do have to, you know, they, they try to
1: knock healthy things. Uh, I mean, it's even today, you know, after going through the pandemic, when do they ever talk about, really, about exercise and nutrition and the effect vitamin D has on your immunity yeah. and fighting
0: against covid you know They don't tell you none of this. Yeah, there's no mystery. If you look it up online, it's all up there. It's all common knowledge. Yeah. You've just got to find it. But they don't They don't tell
1: you about it. No. They don't mention anything about how your, your health changes everything. And we should stop worrying about other things and just look at improving our own health. Take it in hand to improve our health. But eggs are not bad for you. Back to eggs, they're not bad for you. Uh, in fact... Eggs are a massive part of our diet. We have eggs delivered to us every week. We have organic eggs delivered to us every week. Actually,
0: mate, I was having a shower this morning. Felt a little something. I'm growing feathers on my back. <laughs> yeah. yeah? Yeah, I'm sort of... getting Too bit, many eggs. Yeah, too many eggs. I'm actually becoming a chicken.
1: I don't know if I should be worried or not. You should just call a media channel and tell them that and that'll be all over the place.
0: That's it. I can get eggs cancelled. Eat too many eggs turn into a chicken. But you take the pros where you can get them. Free eggs for us. Eggs. I'll just shit them out. <laughs> yeah. Cheap eggs. Cheap eggs. Uh, they might have a bit of poo on them, but... Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Mind you, so,
1: yeah, eggs and uh, eggs are very nutritious. Uh, they, you know, they don't really re- raise cholesterol. So all, all, all the things you hear against them, it's just not true. Uh, eggs are fantastic. Yeah,
0: you so. should eat eggs. If eat if, eggs. You're, if you're intolerant to, to eggs, then don't. But if everyone should have eggs. If you, can, yeah. if you can digest them and eat them, then you should have eggs. They're just so nutritious. Do it. Do it.
1: Okay, the next myth. Um, breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Or don't skip breakfast. Now, this is another depends, doesn't it, really? So if you want to lose weight, skipping breakfast can be a good thing. Because when you eat a meal, that meal stays in your stomach. Um, for... Four six hours depends on what you eat, and your body's using that food as energy. After that period of time, depending on what you eat, because some foods digest better than others, um, your body will stop burning that food in your stomach as energy, and it will burn. It will turn to its secondary energy storage, which is body fat. So generally, when you wake up in the morning, you're in what's known as a fasted state. So basically, when you wake up in the morning, you're burning body fat. So if you want to lose weight, you want to be burning body fat, and that's why we don't lose weight or we or we gain weight, is we're always over consuming. So when you wake up in the morning, and you're in a fasted state, you're burning body fat. So if you skip breakfast and extend that window of not eating, you're you're burning body fat for longer. So that could be a good thing for a fat loss diet because you're burning more fat. Now. Again as I said everything, everything we talk about has a bit of an angle. So the angle with that is where it goes wrong is if you skip breakfast and you're burning fat which is fantastic. a few hours later you find yourself walking past um, Gregs for example and that sausage rolls looking delicious and you go and grab that sausage roll um, then that could be detrimental because then you, you you're eating a bad food. But me personally, I've been fasting for years. What's your record for
0: fasting? Fasting.
1: I've I've gone five days without eating any food for five days. And it was solely just to test myself. It was just me to see what I could do. How would you feel on the fifth day? Um, To be honest with you, so over the five days, the first two days you do feel a bit hungry. And then you, you kind of adapt to it. Uh, day five, when I went to eat, it was like, oh, I suppose I should eat something now. You just, you're not that bothered. <laughs> do you think
0: your body comes to terms with. That oh, it really no does. Yeah, you
1: adapt to whatever you do. Uh, anyone knows if you eat a lot of food, and eat, if if you wanted people that they we normally go, oh, I'm a big eater. So if you're a big eater, you get used to big eating. You keep doing it, and and just eat, eat food, 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 uh, and then if you don't have a meal, you're really, really hungry. The same thing is if you fast and you or you reduce your overall food intake, that hunger goes away more. So as I've fasted for a long time, I'm you know I'm not that bothered about food. I can go without, but I can also eat loads. I've, I've you know food is my bitch now. I control it. It does not control me. Skipping breakfast could be a good thing because you stay fasted. You're burning more body fat, and the key to that is when you do eat, eat a very low-calorie, nutritionally dense um, food. Yeah. So for me, if, if I fast, I literally skip breakfast and start my day with my lunch. So I'm skipping a whole meal, which reduces my calories. And if your I want lunch, to
0: as the listeners know, is a very big nutritious salad. salad yeah, where big The salad. first thing you're eating is just full of nutrients. Yeah. You're not pigging out on bad food. You're getting all your nutrients right there. Exactly. Now, again, where skipping
1: breakfast goes wrong is... You skip breakfast, you find yourself really hungry later on, and you overconsume, And that's where it goes wrong. Other than that, it doesn't really matter if you skip breakfast or not. So it's not the most important meal of the day. And skipping breakfast isn't bad for you. It, it, it's in context. It depends where you are and what you're doing.
0: Yeah, we just just uh, saw a little trial here where where women who didn't habitually eat breakfast were made to consume it and they gain nearly two pounds over four weeks, which is quite a silly little test, really, because your calories are just what you consume in the day, and if they're still eating the same amount for their lunch and dinner, and they're adding an extra meal, of course they've put on weight. That trial doesn't really make sense.
1: No, and I think a lot of, why, where this has come from, is a lot of, I don't know what you want to call them, fitness nutrition gurus and online whatevers, They've always said that you know breakfast is the most important meal of the day, and if you skip breakfast, you get fat, you gain weight, and it's just not true. It's just bullshit. Uh, the truth is, you don't need to eat breakfast to be healthy or lose weight. Um, you should base your breakfast
0: uh, and pre- you know on your own preferences, your well, own yeah. personal goals on, on, on your day-to-day life. Yeah. Don't force yourself to have it if it doesn't fit in your daily no, life. Exactly that. Just,
1: don't yeah. don't have it because you think if you don't have it, you're going to get fat and put weight on. You do whatever suits you. Um, a lot of people say when I explain this to to people they say to me oh that's great I never have breakfast anyway well that's fine you're the kind of person that doesn't like breakfast anymore some people don't like to eat it's fine it doesn't matter some people say oh I don't have breakfast you know I messed up okay have breakfast make sure it's (laughs) a a very nutritionally dense breakfast so you've got to go around your preferences A, a diet the best diets in the world the ones you stick to the ones you adhere to and And for you to adhere to it, you've got to like it. You've got to enjoy it. Yeah. So if you like breakfast, have breakfast. If you don't like having breakfast, don't like, don't have breakfast. Exactly. So it it doesn't matter when you eat in the day, as long as you do eat in the day. And depending on your goals, if you want to build muscle, you'll need to be in a calorie surplus. So you can have pretty much one big meal in the day. Or six small meals in a day, as yeah. long as you hit those calories. Exactly.
0: and a, a, An example of this is making it fit into my routine. So me and Darren in the Transformation Studio, we share our shifts. So one of us will work for two mornings, then the other person will work for two mornings. So what I'll do is if I'm working, I'll just I won't have breakfast. I'll get up and I'll work, but because I'm busy, I don't think about food. I'll have my lunch and dinner. But if I've got the morning off, I will have breakfast. And I'll have lunch, but then I won't have dinner. So it just I just fit my food around my routine. But I make sure those meals I do have are nutritionally packed. I'm making sure that I eat very well when I do eat.
1: Yeah. So it, again, you know, spread this a little bit when it comes to food. It, do, it does not matter really when you eat. Um, you can have one big meal. You can have six small meals. You can skip breakfast. You can have breakfast. If you want to lose weight, you have to be in a calorie deficit. So as long as you set those meal patterns out over the day... That maintains a calorie deficit, you will lose weight. If you're trying to gain muscle, it would it would make sense to be in a calorie surplus, um, so you can consume those meals as you like, and um, and make sure you you know exceed your maintain calories. Now you can use that to your advantage. So if you are on a diet, and you you have a target of calories to adhere to, say it's two thousand calories, and you're going out that evening. You could fast in the morning, have a very healthy lunch and spend all the calories in the evening. It doesn't matter when you eat, uh, as long as you do eat As you do. such. So th- the myth of breakfast is the most important meal of the day is just not true. And it really depends. If you need it, have it. Uh, but see what works for you. Trial it and see how you react to it. Try skipping breakfast and, and starting later. How do you feel? How does that work for you? If it doesn't work, then have breakfast. If you don't really need breakfast, then skip it because then you stay in a fasted state for longer and you're burning body fat for longer. So, uh, again, it's you must do what's right for you when it comes to diet, what works for you. We're all different. Um, so, yeah, you choose to eat your breakfast or not really. And as
0: Darren said earlier, make food your bitch. Make food your bitch. Own it. Control it. Don't let it control you.
1: And that is the key.
0: The final myth we'll talk about today is... <laughs> To lose fat, don't eat before bed. So we've gone from
1: breakfast, to uh, we've gone from the morning first thing to the last thing. Which works, doesn't it? Yeah,
0: cool. They're both tied together. Yeah. So uh, eating before bed, it depends on you personally. Again. Again, because if you're someone who's gotten from work and you do want to unwind and you do sit down in front of the TV, that's when people decide... Ooh. I'm going to grab those bag of crisps in the cupboard. And, and a beer, because I've worked so beer. hard today. I've sat down all day and worked so hard. Yeah. I'm going to sit down all night. I've sat down all day <laughs> working hard, so I'm going to sit down all night eating crisps and drinking a beer to congratulate myself for sitting all day long. Yeah, so, so this ties again with the, the breakfast situation. Uh, if, if you are prone to sitting down and snacking at night, then you, you will put on weight. If, again the timing doesn't matter before bed in the morning the timing it's just your schedule again so it's back to the breakfast thing like yeah. I
1: said with that it doesn't matter when you eat as long as you do eat if you want to lose weight you remain a calorie
0: deficit mm-hmm. so um, so what do you do in the evening before bed if you know that you're prone to snacking well you've got options haven't you so okay
1: use myself as an example um, I, uh, this is the statement you hear me say all the time to members, and th- this, this covers this. And this is my statement. I finish, as Cave mentioned shifts, we work shifts. Uh evening shift finishes at 9 o'clock at night. Now, so at 9 o'clock at night, I finish my shift. I come in. These are my options. I have a walk in, and I moan how tired I am. I grab a pack of, of beer, and then say, Oh, I, des- I deserve this because I've worked so hard i grab a beer and a packet Chris. crisps. Now, so many people do that. They really do.
0: Yeah.
1: The other option I have is I go and make a great big meal. So I make a normal evening meal, cook it all up at 9 o'clock at night and eat that. Well, it doesn't matter when you eat. We know that. But eating late at night can mess with your digestion. So if you have a great big meal before you go to bed, you're laying in bed like, while that's digesting. Your gut's making these funny noises and singing while you sleep. It can also affect your sleep as well. So, uh, and saying that, overeating or having a big meal before sleep can affect the sleep. But also, going to bed on an empty stomach can affect sleep. If you, you know, if you ever try and get bed hungry, it's quite hard to sleep. It keeps you awake. So, back to my options. Number one, come in and moan how tired I am. Grab a packet of crisps and a beer. Number two, go and cook a great big meal, which I don't like to do because it messes with my digestion. I can't be asked to cook late at night, 9 o'clock at night. I must admit, I get in bed about 930 um, 9.45 because I, I do get up at 6 every day um, and my third option is have a small meal before bed and that's what I tend to do so I tend to eat my food in the day and then what I have before I go to bed I come in at 9 o'clock, I get some Greek yogurt, I add some protein powder to it, stir that up so I've got a lovely chocolate or a banana flavoured Greek yogurt, I might chuck a bit of fruit or a banana or something into that something, whatever into it and I'll eat that that will fill my tummy up so i don't go to bed hungry also that protein is going to feed my muscles while i sleep and my healing process that's enough it's just a little tick box for me Mm. i've got a full belly just greek yogurt protein powder i'm not hungry i can go to bed but i do consume all my other calories in the day i'll have more in the day and have minimal in the evening as you just said as well yeah you'll have a breakfast and not an evening meal as such so that's the key so eating late at night does not make you fat, it's an absolute myth, it does not matter when you eat, as long as you do eat, but it can mess with your digestion.
0: Yeah, so it's, it's eating for the future, it's not acting on your impulses and thinking, oh, I fancy that beer. No, you, 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 you know you're going to ruin your sleep if you do that, and you know you're going to have extra calories you don't need. So if you're eating for the future, and you're thinking about your sleep, thinking about tomorrow, and... Your weight loss, if that is your goal, then you're not going to delve into the cupboard and get the crisps out. Yeah. So the truth is, eating late
1: at night won't make you gain weight uh, unless it does, as you said, drive you to eat more snacks. Unless you start eating, then you can't stop. And you eat. Yeah, e- 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 it's it. personal, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's a personal thing again. But other than that, eating late at night doesn't make you fat, but it can mess with your digestion slightly, which will reduce sleep. But also, going to bed with an empty stomach can do the same. So again, a little bit of balance there. Cool.
0: There we go. That was Mythbusters 2, guys. We hope you enjoyed that. It's good fun. And
1: again, anybody want us to talk about a certain subject, the topic, let us know and we'll cover that. Uh, other than that, have a great week and we'll talk to you again soon. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye-bye.